Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. So happy to be here and I am enjoying the weather so much now. It's starting to get warmer here where I'm at in the Midwest and I hope that everybody is doing well or as well as they can be giving everything that's still going on amidst COVID-19 here in the United States and globally as well. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and I always try to on the show touch on mental health awareness because wellness in general is something that's very important to me. So the whole mind, body, spirit connection of just all that we do and who we are as individuals, just knowing that we're multidimensional creatures is so important. And I believe mental health awareness has always been important to me, but now even more so, I think it's really something that people have to talk and touch on because of social distancing and quarantining and just kind of what requirements that have been put in place by the government or suggestions, it has been very difficult and different for people. A lot of people have lost income or lost jobs. A lot of people have lost loved ones or those close to them. A lot of people may have had sick loved ones in hospitals that they weren't able to even go visit just because of everything that's going on with coronavirus and not allowing, you know, people who aren't patients in the hospital and what have you. So it's important even more so now to look at how we manage ourselves or how we kind of check in with our mental health, um, not only through coronavirus, but just in general, because I think what's so beneficial about this time is it forces us to kind of look at how we deal with the unexpected or where we're at right now in life. There are a couple of topics that the Mental Health Association of America uh, has for Mental Health Awareness Month that they kind of have put on as the topics of it. So the big ones for Mental Health Month, which is May right now of 2020, connecting with others, creating healthy routines, finding the positive after loss, eliminating toxic influences, owning your feelings, supporting others and just their the million in May initiative. So if you go to mhanational.org, you can find out more about Mental Health Awareness Month, find out more about the tools that MHA has in place and just being able to find out how you can support or learn more or benefits that you might see for yourself or others, which I think is great. <laughs> so Something that really, really kind of stuck out to me, and I think they're so important right now, is connecting with others. And this is a big one, is supporting others, which are prompts in May for Mental Health Awareness Month. So how we're connecting with others now is very, very, very different for a lot of people. And it has been difficult and adjustment for a lot of people, even no matter your age, from the very young all the way to more seasoned individuals or the elderly, it's different. How we connect right now is different. And 
in some ways it has kind of been helpful to be able to keep some balls still rolling, but it's also different. And I know social dynamics are big. So feeling like you have that community around you, um, being able to interact with different people, it's humongous. But I think one of the big things I feel that we can take from COVID-19, especially in our social dynamics when we go forward and just a mindset shift that we might be able to implement from this is really looking at our social dynamics and how we do connect with others. How do we support others? I know that a lot of people who might have initiatives or things that they do now who have been more visible have talked about just the spurt and how much people have been like supporting their business or just sharing the information that they're doing or what have you. People have had time to reach out to others and just kind of check in to see how they're doing. When things or how things go back to whatever our new normal or normal may be, I think it's important for us to still prioritize um, getting down to the core of, of what really matters, what's important, especially with ourselves and with others. So making sure that we're still finding time to connect with others, making sure that we're still finding time to support others. One thing I've also noticed too, Although we are a very, very busy, busy, busy like society, everybody's kind of on the go, they have things to do. And we do rely a lot on like electronic forms of communication, whether it's like emails and text messages. There's not been a lot of in-person contact for most because of social distancing, but I think it shows us the benefit of it. So there are just some things that you can't get through a text. There are some things that you can't pick up in an email, Um, even on like a video chat platform, maybe like a Zoom or a Skype. It's still different versus if you have like an in-person conversation with somebody or FaceTime. It's there and it's something and it's a better tool. It feels a little bit better depending on what you're doing than just talking on the phone, but it's not the same as in person. So sometimes we have to, there are no other options available. And I know that that's where they're very important. But also, I think it's important for us to look at that if we can be more intimate in a fashion of how we're communicating with people, I think we should find those opportunities to do so. I know there are times when things are sent in a text message that may come off the wrong way because you can't really hear somebody's tone or you may have read it incorrectly. Same thing with the email. So there's some things that are text conversations that probably should be a phone conversation if possible. And there are probably some things that are phone conversations that that should be in person if possible as well. And I hope that as we transition into more loose restrictions and what we're being able to do with social distancing will really look and prioritize um, what it is you're trying to express or communicate with somebody. And if you think that is the most ideal format and have you tried to kind of optimize it. So I know we get busy. It's sometimes so much more easier to send something through text or like cancel an appointment through text. But sometimes just taking that extra minute to pick up the phone and talk to someone so they can hear what you have to say in your voice. Sometimes taking that extra time to meet up with somebody and make a lunch date or just meet up to talk about what you want to say in person can be a big thing. It could be a big thing. And I hope that we are more appreciative of the opportunities to do those as such. And that's one thing I've noticed too now. It's like, well, you know, 
if you're just sitting at home and you kind of have the time, do you have to text this? Could you maybe call? You know, so just kind of challenging myself and I look to others to maybe do the same to just look at, is there any other way I could communicate this differently? And understanding too, that sometimes for some people, they are just not in the place to communicate some things in the next level up. So even as we're talking about Mental Health Awareness Month, I know that we often tell people to talk if they need to talk with someone about their problems. And some people are not at the place where they're ready to openly dialogue in a conversation. So there are chat lines and text lines now, which are awesome. So if It is necessary for you to communicate in a more electronic means to do something. That's fine. And I think just being honest, maybe even with yourself or the person that you're communicating with is great. Just so they understand, like, I know, but it's like right now, I just feel more comfortable if I could just text this to you. I hope you understand. That could be big. And also, if you're the person on the receptive end, just being open and understanding to that, even if that's not how you would like to communicate in that moment. So even if it's something that you would prefer to talk about in person and the person just isn't there yet, supporting them in that, you know, That's just not where they're at right now. And you can maybe give them what they need just by being supportive and just maybe communicating in in that format. And so I think that's important, too, when we talk about supporting others, that realizing that people are not always in the same place that we are about a lot of things. And what can we do to support them? And sometimes that's just holding space or just letting people know that we're there. So I also wanted to just talk and let people know that there are many resources that are out there. So again, I also just wanted to reach out again and say, send my condolences to anybody who has lost anyone, send my good alms to anyone who has lost like income and things like that and just had a huge change in their day-to-day dynamics due to COVID-19. I hope that you know that better days are coming and that you're able to stick in there to the best of your ability. There are some resources that I still wanted to give and everything will still be in the show notes as well um, to Mental Health America. There's SAMHSA. There's a lot of different organizations, the National Institute of Mental Health. So they'll all be linked below, uh, linked in the show notes, no matter what platform that you are, that you, you listen to the podcast on, just so that you can look into these resources, share um, soak them in for yourself, but I, I encourage everyone to share just because I think Mental Health Month is huge. Uh, so the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK, uh, free and confidential support, uh, 24-7. Uh, National Help Line, 1-800-662-HELP, uh, treatment and referral information. And even though there are some social dis- distancing requirements, there are still mental health services now in many different places. There are some providers and things that are able to give in-person services if that's something that you just really need. So just to keep that in mind. So as always, thank you for tuning into the show. I have some great content coming up for you for the rest of May and beyond. And we have some new things that we're going to be kind of letting you all in on and just looking for some more ways that we can all stay connected as an audience too, or as a community as early accountability. And that's something that I think is important and something that I want to take to the next level with the show as well. Just not just being a podcast. How can we still have a community beyond the episode? So that's something that I'm looking to do as well. And I am actively working on as we speak. So thank you so much for tuning into the podcast until next time. 
It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals. 